Hello, welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, we talk about having tough calls and difficult situations with clients. Yep, this is the dreaded pit in your stomach procrastinate. I don't want to call. I don't want to call. I don't want to call because you've gotten bad news. It's usually just bad news or something's coming broken. Something's been backward or discontinued or the customer misunderstood something. We've been having that a lot lately. There's been some confusion and um, shipping is included, but that doesn't mean delivery is included. (laughs) So we've been having that conversation a lot. And Nadia has been having these conversations often recently. She just happens to, I mean, it has been bad luck. You've had a couple of clients that are varsity problems um, that would, that are, that are hard for me to handle. And I'm sorry if I find joy in that. Say, sorry, you got to go call them because that's what people used to do to me. And I hated it. She, nope. You answered the email. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to them. But uh, it, it's something that's part of our industry. You're going to have it doesn't matter what it is. So if you have a hard time with confrontation, this is the the podcast for you. This is the one because it is, it's, it's a big part of our industry, mainly because again, we say it all the time. This is emotional, personal. You're dealing with someone's house. It's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It's a long time they've waited. There's been anticipation. It's buildup. It's, it's unknowing. It's trust. It's all of that. and so when something does go wrong, it's really easy for emotions to get into it. Yeah. And I think that's something I struggle with a lot. Even just yesterday on my install, it was like four pieces, easy schmeasy, but the um, the art was too small. And I just felt so gutted because at the end of the day, they're buying my design. Mm-hmm. This is from catalogs that I've picked. So I take it really personally and really hard. And that's something I've been like struggling with looking back at all my clients, seeing what I can do differently or what I could have done differently. And especially when I think I'm following what we teach at the store, I think I'm doing it. Like I've, you know, being the one that's been here the longest out of all the designers, I feel like I know what I'm doing, but then I'll look back. I'm like, man, how did I miss that? Or how did this get through? And so that's what scares me the most about having to deal with clients on myself by myself when I do go independent and not having to call you or, okay, I can go ask Chelsea's opinion or what, what should I say differently? that Chelsea will tell me, but when it's all on you, it can get so overwhelming and then you can get so discouraged. And that's where I, I think I have, I don't really hear of really um, successful designers around me unless they're like big on TV. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's kind of a tough sport yeah. to really plow through. And the yeah. more I'm seeing it, it's like, man, there's so many different levels of discipline to have and the confidence. Mm-hmm. And ha- and it kind of, I had that epiphany of when I had to call these clients, like, you know what? Like, I'm going to start being more confident and more tough because this is my job. This is the, how the industry works. And I'm Mm -hmm. sick and tired of kind of being the carpet that they walk over just because it's customer service. And well, maybe I didn't put an emphasis on it in the beginning as I should have. And so as I'm looking back on clients, I know that that's my struggle. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm a tough cookie, I come (laughs) off like I'm very blunt. But when it comes Uh to clients, I just, I freeze. I choke. I keep saying you're, it's like you're afraid of grownups. But I, you're a grown-up. But that's, yeah. And I think I'm throwing sticks in the way to myself in that. Um, and so that's just kind of like another huge part of being a designer that I find challenging, that I'm learning. But 
it's not just all happy and pillows and you know <laughs> it's big reveal sunshine and throw pillows <laughs> that should be a t-shirt yeah no it's literally blood sweat and tears broke my nail yesterday it's probably under my client's rug couldn't oh find it so. so that might be a difficult conversation she has to have <laughs> to call like, say, what are you talking um, about no yeah, I'm missing a body part. <laughs> if, your, if your kid's fine, well, if like, your oh, dog. Oh, shoot. I don't even know where to look. Oh, it has to be under the rug. Because that's yeah. awkward right there. Anyways, so <laughs> don't have long nails that can come off. I know. Yeah. But but you've been doing great because I don't like having those conversations. No one does. And anyone who does is either a liar or they have no soul because it is. I mean, it, it's hard calling and, and giving really bad news. Especially when it's our job to build it up and to get them excited and to sell something to them. Like, look at this. You're going to have this. It's perfect. You love it. Look at it. Oh, by the way, never mind. Can't do it. Yeah. It's it's tough. But there are some tricks. There are some tips that I'll give you. Yeah. But you make a really good comment when you say you have to call. Mm-hmm. Like no emails, yep. no texting. Gone yes. are those days. And I was avoiding a client for a couple of days and she just happened to call as I'm dealing with this crisis of, you know, not having the coffee table I wanted. I'm like, fudge. <laughs> and I'm mean, just like, so not in the moment to deal with this difficult client. And so I'm like, hey, hello. I'm so sorry. We've been playing phone tag. And then my coworker's like, dang, you are so slick and so smooth. I do have to say you're really good at just stepping out. I'm like, Wow, thank you, Tracy. I needed to hear that. that. I'm like, Mom, Mom, did you hear? I was really good. Mm -hmm. And then inside you were shaking. I'm like, um, uh on her face with the phone. um, (laughs) uh Sometimes I legit hide if my client comes in unexpectedly. Oh, yeah, yeah, we die. I've been there. Of course, especially if it's a difficult client. Oh, I hate mean people who don't understand how hard we're working for them. I mean, if if your client knew that you were brought to tears because her table is discontinued now, I mean, they don't understand how emotional it is for us and the work that goes into it and, and all of that that's wrapped up into, you know, we've been given the care of their house, the trust, you know, make my house beautiful, something that I love. Okay, I'm going to do it. And so it's hard on us and I wish, I wish they could understand, but there's no way to describe it. I mean, you didn't, most people, when you decide to get into this industry and you think I'm going to be a designer, like it is on TV, you'll notice, start to notice when you watch those HGTV shows, they're very formulaic. You start with a happy client. There's always a little, can't decide at the beginning, like which house do we pick? Which, you know, which fixer up or do we choose? And then everything's going great. And then there's always that point about three-fourths of the way through the project where there's a problem. And you see the designer having to call the client, well, all right, we found some mold and it's going to mm-hmm. be an extra this. Or, well, we found this and we're, it's going to be you know an extra $2,000. It's the same on every stinking show. And then the client's like, oh, okay, sucks, but you know, what can you do? And then they get the big happy ending. Well, <laughs> Soap operas aren't real either. You know, that's yeah. not real life. And dealing with those clients, it's scary and it'll eat your stomach. You'll have ulcers and not sleep. So the best advice, this is this is how you solve the problem or not solve the problem, but deal with it. Yes, you have to just call them. You, you, you can't email these things. You can't text it. 
even though that feels safer because you can hide behind it, it never comes across the way you wanted it to. They need to hear in your voice your sincerity. They need to hear you explaining to them what happened. They need to be able to ask you questions and you can answer them right back. If it's in an email, you know, that really difficult client that we've talked about before that was like a 45-minute call, she she said, well, it just seemed like you were just making excuses in the email. That was never our intention, but that's the way it came across because they're upset. They've just been let down by something. They're disappointed. And who are they going to blame? Of course, they can only blame you. So the best way to handle it is call personally. They need to hear it from you. Kill them with kindness like you did. Be sincere. Be honest. You know, be empathetic. I get how disappointed this is for both of us. You know, trust me, I'm heartbroken. I love this table. But the one little trick that I always do, or at least it makes me feel better, I never, I never call a client unless I have a solution. Yeah. I find, like before you call her, before you call her, you find that new coffee table. Oh, yeah. And you resell it and you put her mind at ease that even though you told her this was going to be the focal point of her whole design and that the whole design would fall apart if she didn't have this coffee table, (laughs) you were just kidding. You found an even better one. I I mean, remember the emotions. Remember, uh, you know, what would you, how would you feel if you were on her end and she's completely helpless? You just have to take that kind of stuff um, into consideration and just go for it. Because the longer you wait and the more you procrastinate, it, then it's just more time that they've been excited about it and more time. So when you find these problems, and it, I mean, it can be anything. It's, you know, something backordered. Um, gosh, I mean, in an install, draperies that are too long, <laughs> draperies that are too short, a sofa won't fit. You didn't measure a hallway correctly. So the sofa that was supposed to go upstairs and around a corner the movers can't get it up the stairs. I mean, there's a million different scenarios that can go wrong in our industry. The raw machine. Oh, mechanism yeah. The broken. mechanism broke. And this was a client that had waited for months for his stuff. Obviously, they all do. And he was already frustrated. And we go to install the Roman machine and it won't roll up. It was, an, it was a easy lift. <laughs> it wasn't very easy to lift, right? We should have just done the cords. Or but, motorized. Yeah, but it was broken, so we had to take it back. We have to wrap it up. We have to ship it back to the company. They have to repair it and ship it back. Who knows how long that's going to take? And so you've got to manage their disappointment. You've got to manage their expectations. I mean, all of it, you know. And you'll, you'll, your first instinct will be to not charge them and give them money, you know. Say, don't worry, we'll, you know, I'll find you something else. Because deep down, you feel like it is your fault, and sometimes it is. But for the most part, it's not your fault. Or maybe it's just human error. You know, yeah. you can transpose numbers. You can get, you know, a order something wrong once and you probably won't do it again, which is why I always teach, right? I teach, like, learn from my mistakes. I, I went through the blood, sweat, and tears. For 30 years, I've done this. And I, my whole goal and devotion is to keep other designers from having the same pain that I've had. Because it's real. It really sucks. And I know you always say, this is our industry, Mm -hmm. or this and this, or this can happen. Having to live through it is so crappy. But it could be worse. You could be a doctor that has to tell people that they've got cancer. You know? (laughs) Way to take it from zero to 100. (laughs) 
I mean, there are a million different jobs too that are yeah, yeah. are worse. And then you know, I always say, you know, it's we don't have a fluff career. We have a hard career. We really do. It's it's challenging. It's emotional. It's taxing, but it's incredibly rewarding. It, it, we get to experience joy just as strong as we do disappointment or you know any problem that may may arise. You've got to remember that even though, you know, you give bad news once, but you still get to be at the end mm-hmm. and and see their face and know. I mean, don't you, you'll think like when it comes to this Christmas, you'll think about families that are spending Christmas in the homes you designed. Yeah. Like, where did they put their tree? Where did they, you know, I wonder how they did this. And then think of all the family photos. It'd be interesting. Go back to Facebook and like look at people. And they'll post, you know, pictures from holidays and you'll see your designs. You'll see people living in your designs. Well, that little girl, because I'm obviously oh, coming yeah. back, she folds the bed exactly like I did it. Yeah. She put that gold tray because I had brought little fresh flowers <laughs> and they weren't even like, I forgot what kind of flowers they were. They weren't even my typical, what I like, either white roses or white hydrangeas. This was all they had. So I was so mad at that. And my client's like, where did you get those flowers? Because these are dying and she wants me to replace them because she has to have fresh flowers, just like Nadia has. She has her little candle Uh on it and her little mask. And I walked by and what do you know? Her room is perfectly spotless now with all of the bedding made perfectly. And she's nine with her little tray. But before I couldn't even walk in, I almost broke my foot getting into the room. (laughs) So it's so cute how she's upkeeping it and she knows and they try. But it's definitely rewarding, especially when you, like I had a client, I think the other day where I walked in and their house was just a mess. You can just tell. I'm like, oh, man, this is not pretty. But they're doing a huge remodel. They're get, It's going to be fabulous. And I look at them and they're just hardworking, simple, like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be like, we're like plain Jane, but just like your average people. Yeah, like most of us. To know that they're saving up this huge chunk of money for this remodel, that they deserve it, they want it, and they're going to have this beautiful home that I'm creating that they clearly can't do and haven't done on their own because they need my help. Which again show goes to having the confidence in myself to know mm-hmm. that I truly have a talent. And even my client, I keep wanting to accidentally slip her name. Oh, it's <laughs> us. Like it's crazy how you'll see something. And even if I saw it, it would never look the same the way you put it in because that is your mm-hmm. gift. That's your specialty. And we can see something the same, it'll never be, you know? Yeah. So and- you you owe them that respect to call timely. And do everything you can to fix the problem. Find a solution. Find a great coffee table that you love and call her and be excited. You're going to have to be excited because she's still going to be spending $1,000 on a piece of furniture that you've suggested for her. And she has to believe in it because she trusts you so much. I mean, you know, maybe we do an ottoman with a, a patterned fabric like that. I mean, you know, let's come up with creative solutions before we present to her. But- you owe it to them because this is a big deal, right? Yeah. Those those conversations are tricky. I mean, you wasn't the other um recently you had another client that it wasn't that one that was the delivery. We, we had a <laughs> yeah. had to explain the difference in delivery and yeah, why she's spending this and, and that. Shipping. Yeah. Um the ottoman was wrong. <laughs> Have you called that, her? Yeah, that one, that was pretty metal down. Okay, when you called, so, well, so, and and this was Nadia's first big furniture mistake, which was, uh, there's an ottoman that we have here at the store, and there are four different SKU numbers for it, because there's four different configurations. You either a square, rectangle, with a seam or without a seam. And she just went one down on the list. And so it was supposed to be this great big 42 by 42 ottoman, 
And we got this little narrow. And when I saw that box, I about like cracked, 24 cracked my 42. pants. And Ken's yeah. like, what's wrong? I'm like, no, that's not my item. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's all they bought, right? It was just the well, ultimate. The Lincoln sectional. And oh, then that. yeah. Which now, I mean, it'll be okay. But then I think about it, that monstrosity 42 might have been a little much. Well, are they keeping the little one? I think so. Oh, well, you need to tell. I did. I did. Okay, good. Because yeah. we were going to reorder the new one. I know. I and did. she wanted me to take the mistake out of your paycheck. And I said, no, can't. You just can't. I mean, yeah. mistakes happen. Which I think it it is um, fair. <laughs> I just would have had to sell it myself on eBay somewhere. <laughs> I might take it out of the commission, but, uh, but I'm glad you, I'm glad you called. I mean, well, okay. Yeah. So you texted, but that, that was coming next week. So I still have to yeah. resell it to her, which is great. And we, we kind of talked about that today with the designers. There are going to be a lot of times that you have to resell it. And that's, that's part of these hard conversations. And that's the best way to approach it. Again, you, you got them so worked up and convinced that it was the perfect piece the first time. So it's harder to resell it if you have to come up with a different piece. Uh, but you can do it, you know, you, but, but you have to believe in it because you've got to yeah. be sincere or it won't, it'll come across. Well, that's why I'm, I'm thinking, looking at it, I'm actually, this might actually even be a better fit, especially since we already did a blue sofa and this is a striped ottoman and that's a lot for her to overcome yeah. that maybe this being smaller, she won't have the stripes like jump out at her if it's such a big ottoman. Yeah. But that yeah. sucks. So that's been this week. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's had a rough week. Yeah. But you've made these calls and I'm proud of you because they are, they're hard. And you have to admit that you made a mistake, right? You've got to, you know, eat crow a little and say, I'm sorry, well, I, mean, I messed up. But 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 if they don't understand that you're you're a human, which is why it's better to say it and and not just text it or yeah, email yeah. it, you know, that these are hard conversations. We've um, had so many with our first client, that big basement remodel. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of difficult. So many like things were wrong and the contractor made mistakes and things that were getting pushed out and just constantly on the phone. And then at the end of our project, I had just to sit there and listen to her kind of vent. And then yeah. which she had every right to at that point. And then she called and she said, you know what? I'm so sorry. I apologize. I shouldn't have vented. I shouldn't have talked badly or anything. I was just upset. I'm like, you know what? That's also what I'm here for because I understand the project. Your mm-hmm. spouse does it. And so that's kind of why we're tag teaming. And it is such a um, personal thing to work with someone that close and you are working for a year and a half oddly enough i kind of miss her (laughs) (laughs) you mean we worked together for a year and a half well and staying on top of the problems staying sort of ahead of it that was one thing we would you know we learned with her that she would get frantic if she didn't hear from us for you know in a day and so you've got to manage those expectations and you know every time there was a little problem you know, we've got to have the solution before she finds out there's a problem. You, she has to know that we've got it. We've got this under control. We can handle it. She doesn't need to go search for solutions because that's what she would do. Yeah. That's not how this works. We're in charge of this project. But because of that, you have to stay in charge of the project. If the client's calling you, then you've dropped the ball somewhere and you got to get back on top and you got to take control and build their confidence up again because they'll never be happy with the room if they've had a horrible experience working with you they'll always blame you for something yeah look look at like the sore thumb the sore spot Uh but i think that's also um where we i always go back to the beginning and really i think being in this industry and learning from my clients i now 
literally in the past two weeks, I've realized how important it is to set those expectations. Because mm-hmm. you always say it. It's in all your, you know, videos and your your forms. I'm like, yeah, 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 I know it. And that's kind of the hard thing is I'm learning hands-on as I'm managing five to six clients, as I'm trying to make deadlines, as I'm trying to make the commission and all that in my mind where things can slip. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing that when I came in this industry, I didn't know how it worked. Mm-hmm. And so right now when my clients have these questions or frustrations, I'm like, this is just the industry, but mm-hmm. they don't know that because they're not in it. And it's just really explaining it. It's really being their friend and walking them through these situations where, you know, when they find out, they're like, oh, okay, I feel so much better about it. I know, I now know this. I now understand. Exactly. Which, I mean, you think, or I think I did kind of touch base about it in the beginning, but it, again, it's nothing like being in the moment and having to live through it where you have to really reiterate it. But that's just kind of the life of managing a design job that, you yeah. know. If it wasn't for these other rooms, I would have been in contact with my client till January just for that one, which I already knew when I planned that mm-hmm. I know I'm coming back for January for her room. And it would it would have been like six, seven months. Wait, which I've heard of that before in the future. I'm like, what? How can you wait, wait for long? one piece for seven months? Like, uh-huh. what do you do? Yep. When you find yep. <laughs> the one over here, which luckily she knew like we're going to do it later. But I actually learned um, from a designer just recently, and she's absolutely right, and I'm going to start, especially with this big remodel that you've, you know, mm-hmm. went out to tell them up front, part of the, part of the, the chat that we give where it's, you know, again, sitting down and kind of going over the process. This is how we work. Tell them there are going to be hiccups. There are going to be mistakes. I'm telling you this now, there are going to have to be problems, but you've got to remember, we've got a thousand different balls in the air that we're juggling and we're dealing, you know, with different manufacturers, different shippers, stuff's coming from all over the world and it's designed just for you. There are bound to be mistakes, but I promise you, I will let you know, I will find solutions and I will always be forthcoming and upfront about it. And if you say that at the beginning, think how much more trust they would put in you. You know, think how, what a relief it would be because you've said it up front. You know, it's, it's back to that doctor. It's, it's saying, well, you know, we all die someday. <laughs> <laughs> but but just being honest with them up front and saying, just trust me, there's going to be problems. Let yeah. me know right now. So you, I am really proud of you for taking mm-hmm. on all these hard Things. projects. Well, then sometimes it'd be like, why are they, or why is it always you with these clients? I'm like, it's only been like three or four in the past two years. Like, remember all the good ones I've yeah. had? No, of course. Because those definitely stand out. We just like to tease you a lot yeah. because you can take it. <laughs> but we do, need, we do need to be posting more of these pictures on Instagram. So Nadia will be yeah. posting more of her design pictures so you guys can see all the projects that we talk about. But also um, kind of thinking back to um, that difficult client that we had with the whole basement. Mm-hmm. I've said it a couple months ago. I was like, wow, even though that was very challenging and for you too, surprisingly, um, I looked back and I thought, wow, we actually connected so well enough that we had so many issues that I swear would have been a lawsuit if we weren't so close that we would get through each hiccup and boy it was like one or two every freaking week for Mm -hmm. a year and a half constantly massive issues but just talking through with her and calming her down and you having to really put forth customer service and sometimes just biting the lip and Mm -hmm. sometimes being firm and and putting your foot down but just thinking back that relationship if it wasn't for that that situation could have went south oh for sure and we've had so many imagine if we had just calling her all the time blown stuff off or said oh well you know sorry you didn't like it or you went and picked the hardware it's your fault you know if we had done that uh, yeah 
it it would be a nightmare. You'd never hear the end of it. Yeah. And and you're right. You need to be strong, especially with difficult conversations. You don't want them to walk all over you. You need to, you know, again, be strong in that this is my career. This is my system. This is the way we work. But be empathetic, right? Don't give away your, your time for free or don't think that you need to lose money yourself because something's going to be later or we've had to wait to reorder something or, you know, you're not making them pay for the mistake, but don't take less, don't, don't value yourself less or your design ability or, or your talent less because of a mistake. You explain it, you own up to it, you solve the problem, you fix it. But I see that a lot too, where clients will say, or designers will say, well, you know, I just felt so bad that they had to wait. So, you know, I didn't mark it up or I didn't, why? That's not your fault. It's our industry. You just have to be strong and deal with it. Understand and and respect that we do go through a lot of work and we do put our heart and soul into this and we deserve to be compensated. Yeah, absolutely. Having so, difficult yeah. difficult conversations. It's tricky, but... Stand strong. Yeah, I was going to say, you do you, boo. (laughs) Yeah, you can do this. You can do this. But just have a solution and talk to them like a human. You know, connecting. You're right. It's it's That's why I always say it's the connection you have with your client where they're going to understand a little more and they're going to let you off the hook a little and be understanding. They'll be disappointed, but but they're not mad at you. Yeah. And they need you. Yeah. You bring something to the table. You're a hot commodity. You are smart. You is important. Yes. You know? (laughs) Yes. So, no, and I'm preaching to the crowd to myself because I definitely needed yep. it this week. But. Yep. Great job. Thank Thanks. you, everyone. Thank you and happy designing. Happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcast and Spotify, and soon you will find us on YouTube where we will upload podcast videos. So stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.